This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Throw caution to the wind, I say. Live today like it's your last, Jim. Yeah? You never know when the Earth is going to be hit by a giant asteroid that sneaks up on us. That was a close one, huh? What? You don't know? An asteroid the size of a 747 barely missed Earth last week. Barely Mm. missed. Glad I didn't know. 100,000 miles away from us that's in space terms <laughs> that's a, that's a close call i guess i guess you're right but that's still i mean i think the moon is 3000 miles away no wait 30000 miles away so that's three times as far as the moon 100000 miles from here giant asteroid no one saw it coming because it came from the direction of the sun and for obvious reasons, harder to spot when that happens. <laughs> Is that for real? But that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it was coming at us like the the sun was behind it, sure, so you couldn't sure. see it. It's like staring into headlights. You got it. Yeah. You'd rather not know if an asteroid was going to wipe us all out. When would you want to know if at all that that was going to happen? Five minutes before? Um, a week oh before? Boy. Oh, man. You know, I'm going to take that, but I think I would. Because, you know, if if it for sure was going to hit the planet, I would want to get my affairs in order and do a couple things I've been putting off. Like what? Telling my family I love them, you know, oh. things like that. Having a last beer with you, you know, whatever. What, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you would do on your last day on Earth, you know, you would try to do. Go find a sunset to watch. I thought you I meant like know. finish renovating the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> finally, finally cut the grass. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah but uh, I think I would like to know within 48 hours. That's all I need. Maybe you should just tell your family you love them now. But then, nah, nah, I want a dramatic moment. <laughs> it won't mean as much yeah. if you tell them now. Imminent death needs to be raging towards us from yeah. the direction of the sun. Like if I told my dad, I was like, hey, dad, I love you. Did you cut the grass? <laughs> no, but it's next on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my affairs in order. Haven't you heard the asteroids coming? Um, my wife was pressuring me last night, Jim. I mm-hmm. didn't like it. She was pressuring me. In what way? Trying to force me to do something against my will. That's no good. Turn on the furnace. <laughs> it's that time. It's almost that time. I refused. Eh? I'm like, there's extra blankets in the walk-in closet. Mm-hmm. I will get them for you, but I will not turn on the furnace. Sure. Until October. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a hoodie. Is, is, have you, please don't say yes, because then she's just going to win the argument No, here. no, I also said no, because it's like... Did you know, Sarah want to turn it on, though? Well, yeah. She, she brought it up. She didn't strongly, yeah. strongly bring it up yet, but yeah, we're, you know, the house in the morning is like 17 degrees, mm-hmm. and then by the end of the day, it's like 21, 22 in there with no artificial furnace or AC. And that's totally amazing, but um, yeah, I'm not ready for the, for the, out of principle alone, I'm not ready to turn the furnace on. Yeah. A cover up, I've got a cover that I got to put on the air conditioning unit, I guess. Yeah. I just put an old piece of plywood over top. Beautiful. Kits are Whatever done. works. And then you got to change the, the filter in the furnace. Mm-hmm. Good time to do it when sure. you're about to, you know, all that grossness, get it out of there, get the clean one in. Yeah, it doesn't happen till October. Sorry, honey. Maybe I'll buy her a nice pair of wool socks on the way home today from work. Sure, yeah, some alpaca socks.
<laughs> How blue do the kids have to turn before you turn the heat on? <laughs> there should be a paint swatch. <laughs> little go, okay. Little <laughs> snot icicles hanging from their noses. Uh, maybe it is time to turn the furnace on. Kudos to the crossing guard at my son's elementary school. I went to pick up my boy from uh, kindergarten yesterday. I'm walking up to the school. You know, mid-afternoon, I'll take a nap from time to time. Mm-hmm. Did that yesterday afternoon. So I was a bit scrambled to leave the house and go pick up my kid. I'm walking across the street, almost stepping foot onto school property, and the crossing guard's like, hey, your fly's down. <laughs> oh, boy. And I was like, thank you. Did it up. <laughs> um the crossing guard's got his eyes peeled for everything, eh? He's a hero, because the last thing you want to do is walk onto an elementary school property with your fly down. Yeah, not a, not a good vibe to put out. <laughs> no. Um, uh, not many people around, but I appreciate it. You know, even if there, there was a few more people who heard him say it, I'd rather him tell me than to just keep walking around with my, uh, my fly open. Of course, yeah. Apologies to Joey's mom. Who got a good chuckle out of it. <laughs> We've she, all been there. Yeah, she was walking past, uh, crossing the street, and she heard him say, your fly's down, and I heard her laugh, but, you know, that's a minimal damage. Mm-hmm. At least you had pants on, Taz, you know? <laughs> it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, you're a hero, crossing guard. <laughs> you know who you are. Time for sports. We are joined by Devin Peacock from Global News Radio. NHL training camps are underway. Any exciting gossip coming out of training camps, Dev? Well, the most excitement these days comes from watching the Buffalo Sabres season implode before it even begins. Because uh, Jack Eichel uh, failed his physical the other day and has now been stripped of his captaincy with the team, which is not a complete surprise considering he wants out. The Sabres were looking to trade him over the summer, and so you can't have a captain who can't play, is injured, and wants out, and you've looked to trade. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think even just not wanting to play for the team and voicing <laughs> that opinion publicly would be a good reason to strip someone of the sea. Here's the thing, though. I mean, if I were Ico and the Sabres, even if you both want to have uh, this move on and end, it is in both of their best interests for him to be playing for Buffalo right now. The issue is he has a uh, herniated disc. The Sabres want him to have surgery to fix it. He wants to replace the disc, and they have not come together on how to treat his injury. And so until that is rectified, his trade value is next to nothing. The Sabres want a lot for him because he is a great player, but you're not going to get what you want if he's not on the ice. And so if I were both sides, I'd want to get on the ice, establish his value, then trade him. Then he can go to a place he wants. The Sabres can get something in return for their captain, But as it stands right now, it's just the hottest of messes. And Eichel just seems to me like if I'm another team, do I want this guy who is just so pig-headed on my team? My answer is no. Taz and Jim here with you. You can call or text anytime uh, if you want to get in touch with us, 1-833-829-6546. And Jim, this is a very nice note to get on a Friday. We just received a text message. It says, hey, Jim, 
I'm the guy that used to panhandle with that weed sign. I just wanted to give you an update on how I am these days. Do you remember the the guy who panhandled with the weed sign? I do. I remember I asked him if I could take his picture, and he showed. It said like, "Not gonna lie, it's for weed or something." Some some sort of funny joke at an intersection. Yeah, he had a hook on his sign. Yeah, yeah, it was something. I was like, "Okay, if you're gonna panhandle, at least have a clever sign." This guy's got it. Being honest, I was a guy who panhandled with the weed sign. Wanted to update you on how I am these days. I now have a full-time job as a janitor. I love it. Thanks to you and Taz for giving me hope that there's better ways of making money out there. Love it. Because he called into our show. Yeah, and, and gave us he, a, like behind the scenes of what it's like to be a panhandler. Yeah, yeah. And then he would FaceTime me on Facebook, and for whatever reason, I would answer. <laughs> and I would get updates on his life. And he had a job at Subway at some point. It didn't last very long, but uh, sounds like he's back on the straight and narrow and things are going good. It's Everyone awesome. Panhandle, sandwich artist. Now he is a, uh, a maintenance person. Master of the custodial arts. You got it. Nice job. Panhandler Peter. Thank you for, for sending us that update. Now Makes we need a new, new name. Now we need a new panhandler. <laughs> going to say a new updated nickname, but yeah, we need to fill the panhandle void here on the show. We don't have a panhandler to talk to anymore. <laughs> this week, Survivor returned for a new season. Season 41, if you can believe it. Come on. Season 41. How old does that make me? 86? 72. Because <laughs> the first one was in 2000. The yeah. year 2000. And they'll do two seasons a year. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Got it. Something so it like a, that. It was a big year. Uh, you uh, you were just telling me something off the air, and I said, well, hold on, explain this, because you're very passionate about what happened on Survivor this week, and I love it when you get a little worked up. Well, I just find, you know, certain people, it's the it's the woke culture that people are, are complaining about right now, and that's what Twitter was complaining about after this episode. It doesn't really bother me, but it makes me roll my eyes, and it, it was funny because I thought... We avoided it halfway through the episode, and then it came back later in the episode. So what happened is Jeff Probst has a catchphrase, which I was unaware of. I didn't even know it was a catchphrase, but his catchphrase is, Come on in, guys! When they tribal first council. On, yeah, when they first land on the island, he says that, and then every tribal council, he says yeah, that as come well. come on in, and everyone walks in with their torches, and then they, they vote someone out, right? Mm-hmm. Come on in, guys. So at the start of this season, he addresses the the, the, the crew and the cast, and he says, hey, guys, do you know my, my favorite phrase? What is it? And they're like, oh, come in, guys. They all say it at the same time. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's 2021. I'm just wondering, are you guys comfortable? I don't know if he said guys in that moment, but he said, are you people comfortable? with me saying come on in guys you know in 2021 this is not inclu- gender inclusive yeah. is that the concern so, so the camera's panning around you know it's about 50 50 men and women the camera's panning around none of the women have a problem and there's a woman named evie on there who i am rooting for she i, I she's on my list uh, in a pool i'm in and uh she's a co- uh goes by queer is how she identifies mm-hmm. so she says as a queer woman i have no problem with it i love the phrase i think the term guys is inclusive and i'm all for it so jeff probes is like come on in guys it is woo so everybody on twitter is like whoo thank god i thought we were gonna have to like have a woke moment there but we're still good and then so everybody's going on a day goes by and another guy pipes up before the challenge and he says uh hey jeff sorry yesterday this is a contestant this is a contestant his name is ricard he is a gay man he has he talks about his husband who's pregnant right now so he's he's dealt with his own amount of prejudice in his life so you can see where he's coming from and uh so he goes you know yesterday there was a lot happening i i don't like the term guys i don't think it's inclusive 
I disagree with the other 29 people on the cast. So did Probe say, all right. So Probe well, goes, well, okay, I guess. We're gonna change yeah, it? he says, I'll change it to come on in. No big deal either way. I don't care any one way or the other. But not five minutes later in the show, Ricard, the guy who said he doesn't like the term guys, used the term guys to address a man and a woman simultaneously. The, the audio is not great here, but this is, this is when it happened. You guys on the left. <laughs> Terrible audio. But he said, you guys on the left? And he's talking to a man and a woman as they were trying to paddle. So... Do you truly hate the word guys? I mean, we all, at this point, we all know it's like y'all to, to the vast majority of people. It's, yeah. it's gender, it doesn't, it's gender neutral. It doesn't specifically see, mean men. I mean, I see women saying it to each other all the time. Hey guys, come on in, whatever. But if you're going to say you're offended by it, then you can't use it 10 minutes later when you're paddling a canoe. It just seems a little disingenuous. Right. But I don't could know. be part of his strategy. Could be. He does seem like he's gonna be like they're kind of already this the camera angles they choose for this guy. He's always like listening and watching. I think they're they're gonna angle him as like because he's already kind of conniving. He's already manipulating people. So I think maybe they're already trying to angle him as like uh, a villain. Yeah, or, he's or the somewhat sneaker. manipulative. He's a sneaker. Yeah. But to each his own, but from now on... By the way, this was the name of the most popular Survivor podcast. Come on in, guys, I guess. So they have to change the name of their podcast. <laughs> it's just a whole... It's a whole thing now. After 180 seasons of Jeff Probst saying, come on in, in guys, yeah. it's over. The, the one thing you can't survive is the word guys. Jim, I saw you post this headline on our Facebook page a couple days ago, and you just sent me the article again, so I feel like you want to talk about it. <laughs> I didn't didn't actually read the article, and I, I just posted the headline, but then I, th I thought the article itself was actually interesting. So the headline says, companies are so desperate to fill jobs, they're getting rid of drug tests. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever had to take a drug test before, work test? No. A lot of people in the trades have to do it, you know, especially if you go out west and you're doing like, you know, working on the oil rigs or something, some sort of dangerous work. They don't want you impaired. And around this time, we've got shift workers listening to the show. You're heading into the factory. Uh, a lot of a lot of big companies will do that. Random drug testing, from what I hear. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's all over the place, but they're dropping it now. We all know there's a labor shortage. People are not going back to work after they stop during COVID. So <laughs> Wait, well, hold on. We should be clear. Not every company is dropping drug testing. This is not all companies no. have just gotten together and said no more drug testing. So if you're listening to us right now, don't smoke a giant bowl before you head in today. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, pump the yeah. brakes this weekend. <laughs> Check with your company to, to find out what their drug testing policy is. But it, it, in general, more companies than ever before are getting rid of yeah. drug testing. Is what well, I don't think here. even in Canada they're even testing for weed anymore. It's all the other ones that are even worse. But uh, there's 9% of companies. Uh, again, you, Jim, don't say I don't think there. I know for a fact I have friends that work for companies and they still test for marijuana really? even though it's a legal substance. It's legal, but you also can't uh, be drunk at work. You know well, there's I mean? a difference of having it in your system after if you smoked a joint 30 days ago and if you're currently high. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm thinking of uh, friends who fly airplanes and stuff like that. I would prefer them not being high. Ironically, they're in the sky. But yes, I agree. Do not <laughs> Please don't smoke a joint okay. and fly my plane. I, I, so just uh, once, once again, for life. Liability reasons. <laughs> 
Check with your company and find out what their specific drug policy is. Don't say Taz and Jim said we're allowed to get high yeah. before we go to work now. As you spark up a joint and blow the smoke in their face. No, actually, it's not that many companies, but at least 9% of companies have decided that it's not worth doing the drug test anymore in an attempt to get people to come back. They say, we're not doing any more drug screening or anything. Please apply for the job and don't quit if you're currently doing drugs. 69% of employees worldwide <laughs> are having trouble finding people they need in in every country basically India, Romania, Singapore, Canada, America, we're all having this same problem. So, uh they're they're dropping the drug tests. Uh 20% are offering non-financial benefits like extra vacation days. No. Day off on your birthday, stuff like that. Imagine how high you could get with an extra <laughs> day off. <laughs> so it's a good time to be looking for a job. And to be high as a kite. Sure, I mean, yeah. It's a bad time to be the uh, people who sell the Wizenator. Oh, yeah, the fake, yeah. The yeah. fake penises <laughs> that you fill with clean urine. Oh, yeah. I mean, when still good for, for a prank, test. but <laughs> losing its value for sure. Yeah, if you've, if you've got stock in Wizenator. <laughs> oh, boy. Sell now. A year from now, another Super Mario Brothers movie is going to be released, and they just let us know who's in the cast. Pretty star-studded here. Playing Mario, Chris Pratt. Hmm. Doesn't sound Italian to me. Now, before you get too upset, he's just voicing Mario. It's going to be a, a computer-animated movie. Okay, that's better. That's better. But are, are you joking around? Because there is a backlash online right now because uh, some Italians are very upset that uh, Chris Pratt is going to be playing Mario, an Italian character, and he's not actually Italian. Neither does the guy the guy who does the voice for Mario in all the video games, also not Italian. Uh-huh. And I thought Italians didn't like Mario because they thought he was a stereotype. You can a always negative well, stereotype. Sure do, but it's, you got to embrace Mario. Yeah, and then we during the Euro Cup, we'd see in the stands, there'd be uh, Italian soccer fans dressed as Mario and Luigi. Yeah. So I I just don't know what to think anymore. They're iconic. I think it's a great thing, but I'm, I'm not Italian. Chris Pratt as Mario. He's got big shoes to fill. Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Captain Lou, that Mario show? It was so bad. Uh, the cartoon. Well, it was kind of likable, you know? It was, he it looked was like Mario, he though. He did, he did, indeed. And I am happy that this is not a live-action thing, with like, and they're trying to like make Mario sexy. Yeah, yeah, and be Jack. Yeah, he needs a bit of a belly. Mario. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Mario starts out as Danny DeVito and then when he eats a mushroom, he turns into Chris Pratt. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> Danny DeVito, as far as we know, is not in this movie, uh -huh. but you know who is? Who? His best pal on Always Sunny, Charlie Day. Awesome. Is going to be the voice of Luigi. Okay. You, you've got Jack Black as Bowser. That could be fun. Yeah. The yeah, villain. That's a good fit. Donkey Kong, Seth Rogen. Okay, they're they're really just shoehorning in every famous person here. I don't know. Yeah, the, the, any Don't any comedic be a stoner now. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a comedy too. You know, they've got some funny people working on this movie. I know I'm going to have to go see it with my son in the theater, so I'm excited that they've got funny people working on it. Mm -hmm.
I hope they better be doing Italian accents because Chris Pat has been in so many animated movies now as the voice. The Lego movie was great and he was yeah. awesome in that. But like, if you're going to be Mario, I, I want you to be crazy Italian accent Mario. Well, I don't think he can now yeah, because of the stupid. backlash. He can't. If he does the stereotypical, I'm not even going to do it right now. So I don't want to fan the flames here of this controversy. He can't do the it's a me yeah, okay. Mario thing, can he? Because he's not Italian. Sure, sure. But Angelina Jolie wasn't British and she played Laura Croft. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. And uh, Bob Hoskins, he was British and he played Mario. <laughs> I've gone cross-eyed. What is, what's the, I don't know how this works now. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.